Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Live Well podcast. I am so excited for this episode because I'm basically going to take the top, I think it's four things, the top four things that I see so many of you guys struggling with and break down the emotional energetic stuff to help work on them, right? Because as much as I love, I love herbs, I love supplements, they have their role, their place, eating well. You guys know I am all about healthy, delicious food, but you can be taking all the supplements, you can be eating the cleanest diet, and you could be still bloated or PMS or depressed or whatever it is because there's an energetic root. So we're going to be breaking down PMS, sugar and emotional eating, weight loss slash like weight gain and, you know, well, how to lose weight or like why you might be gaining weight. Um, and then the last one we are going to be doing is like bloating, IBS, gut health issues, right? And I feel like as women, these are maybe you're suffering with all of them, maybe a couple of them. Either way, this episode is going to help you. When you are listening to this episode, if you're listening to this before December 9th, you have a chance to join the masterclass. So I have never done something like this, but I wanted to make something super simple for you guys. If you struggle around the holidays with eating, foods, friends and family, stress, and you feel like your health goes down the drain, this is for you. It is 45 minutes of your time. I'm going to give you all the tools, practices, so that you can feel relaxed and prepared going into the holidays so that you feel free around food. You don't, you know, want your bad eating habits to get triggered again. And then, you know, January 1st rolls around and you feel shitty because your hormones are messed up. Maybe you've gained weight, your skin's breaking out, and you just don't feel like you because you didn't have the tools you needed over the holiday season. So I don't want you getting stressed out with everything going on. I want you to have pleasure and still, we're all about still enjoying the holidays, right? So that's what this masterclass is going to help you with. If you can't make it live, there will be a recording. You can listen to this on the plane while Christmas shopping, while you're in the car, so that when you get to the holidays, you are not so fucking stressed at the family dinner around the massive amounts of food and alcohol. You can still feel good and enjoy with pleasure during the holidays. So the link to that will be in the description box below. It is like with all the shopping you're doing around the Christmas season, you might as well invest in yourself and do something that's going to allow you to feel good. So that's going to be there. And with that being said, let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Live Well podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 7D energy healer, and Akashic reader. I help women heal on a physical and emotional level so that they can feel delicious and magnetic. After all, isn't that the whole point? Look, you've done the basic bitch wellness stuff, but you're still bloated, tired, and in pain. And that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without all the fluffy bullshit. You're going to walk away with insight, tools, and tips to finally heal your body, mind, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. All right, guys. So we all know how your body feels will impact your life. It impacts your relationship. It impacts how you show up at work or your business if you're an entrepreneur. No matter what your symptoms are, whether you have an unhealthy relationship with food, whether it's eczema, IBS, psoriasis, whatever it is, right? Because when we feel like shit, we are going to feel that way in the other areas of our life, right? Because our health is a physical manifestation of us. You know, if we're bloated all the time, then you're not comfortable in clothes. And that affects the energy you put out at work or the intimacy you have with your partner or your self-love. And I want you to know how important it is to also look at the emotional and energetic roots and 
because your body is constantly talking to you, right? Everything in the body is a symptom of dis-ease. Dis-ease, disease, dis-ease. If you guys can hear the difference, the distinction. And there's always a balance, of course, between physical causes and emotional contributions. I got that question at the DM the other week, and I was like, is everything always emotional? And there's always an emotional component, and that's going to vary from person to person. It might be 50-50 for you, it might be 60-40, but there is always a component, right? So whether that's you, whether you know someone who has quote-unquote tried everything, but it doesn't work, it's because you need to look at the emotional, energetic side. And you might be doing the basics, but not enough to actually clear the vessel. So maybe you're meditating, affirmations, fantastic, but meditation is not going to unclog the pipe and like lead you to a more abundant right. If it can only like help keep it clean, right? So you need to clear it out. You also need to feel worthy of healing, right? So a lot of the time I do see people who simply have been put down, who have been felt like they can't heal their PCOS or their endo because their doctor told them they just have to live with it. Or, you know, because they have PCOS, they wouldn't be able to have kids. Or they have IBS and they're just going to have to learn to manage it. Or they just have to manage their anxiety. Like, why don't we just like completely cure it so that it becomes a non-issue? It doesn't even become an issue. Like it doesn't have to be an issue. Whatever it is, we can we can solve it. So we're going to dive into some of the complaints and I'm going to break them down. So Let's start off with emotional eating slash sugar. I know this comes up for a lot of people over the holidays. You need to understand that your relationship with food affects your entire life as well as the health of your body. And your relationship with food is your relationship to the feminine. So one of the big reasons for sugar cravings is because you are otherwise not feeling that sweetness for life, that, you know something's missing. You're not feeling that delicious, that, you know, you know that feeling when like maybe you've had dinner and maybe you had like a salad with chicken and dressing on the side and like it was iceberg lettuce and you just, afterwards you want that little, mm, that little something, something, right? That's, well, hey, that's because you probably didn't eat enough, but that's like, you know, that feeling when you want a little like sweetness, that's because it's missing from other places in your life and it triggers that dopamine, right? So it feels good. And your body is smart. It's going to look for the easiest thing to trigger that feeling ASAP. And for a lot of us, it's sugar, right? In the day and age we grow up in, sugar is in our cabinets or it's you know, right down the road. It's quickly accessed and you don't really need to do a lot of work to get it. So it's actually a sign that you need to nourish yourself and release the emotions that you are trying to mask with food, whether that is anger, frustration, guilt, shame. And so... These are some of the things that I want you to start to do now. You might want to take notes or if you're listening to this on the go, come back, like say this episode, if you go on the bottom, I think it's the bottom right, at the bottom right corner with the three dots on, I know, Apple Podcasts, just click save this episode and you can even come back and save this episode because these are common things. So if these pop up for you, you can come back and re-listen to this episode. But ask yourself, number one, where am I not getting pleasure in my life right now? What needs to change in order for me to feel more nourished and delicious in my life. So is that work? Is that your friendships? Is that your relationships? Is that even like where you are living? Is that the environment? Do you need to move? Do you need to just like, I don't know, change up the decor? Do you need to feng shui and change the the layout of the room? And do you need more connection. Maybe you spend more time with your friends and you feel like maybe you've been working a lot. You haven't gone out with your girlfriends in a while. Is that, you know, where are you not getting pleasure? It's important 
to always look at all aspects of your life. I feel like people don't look at, think that work is connected to their health. It is. <laughs> Relationships are connected to their health. It is, right? Because if there's not pleasure or something is wrong in those aspects, it's going to affect the physical body and how you feel. So that's number one. Number two, with the feminine, asking, what is my relationship to the feminine? And am I feeling activated each day in that full expression of her? And if not, what would need to change? Okay, this is like golden. And if you are, if you don't, when I talk about feminine, you're like, Liv, I'm so fucking lost. Like, what are you talking about with this feminine? Go back a few episodes ago. Um, I talk about feminine, how it, like, I think there's one about the feminine. There's one about the secret to like manifesting everything you desire. That's also, I touched on the feminine there. Go back and listen to those. But you need to start like breaking like that down, for example, um, because that's going to also be a key. And then in the moment, I want you to start bringing awareness to what emotion are you feeling right now? Because like, I don't know, let's say you got a stressful message from your boss or an email, and then all of a sudden you want a sugary, I don't know, peppermint mocha from Starbucks, right? Like you can start to decipher and just become even aware. Like awareness is number one. That's the one number one thing to breaking it is just the awareness of why it's happening. So bringing your awareness to what you are feeling. And like, I'll just give an example. I do break a lot of these down in Well Nourished, which is closed right now, but depending on when you're listening to this, it could be open. Um, or if you want to start binge watching the content early, because this content's already in Kajabi in the portal, just send me a message. Um, just DM me on Instagram and we can always let you in and you can start watching it and you join the, the live calls or the next round. Or if you're listening to this in 2021, you'll join in January 2022 for the live calls. But for example, like salty foods, I know we're talking about sugar and emotional eating, but I wanted to give a, I gave you the, the sugars, like missing the sweetness for life. But salty, for example, is fear. So we crave salty foods because we want to have more spice, but we are too scared to take that risk. So if you're craving salty, where are you feeling fear? Um, and actually it's really cool and well nourished. I break down flavors of food, so many different types of what crunchy food means, what this food means soft. Like it's, it's cool. There's this whole PDF that you guys get to keep. Start asking yourself all of these questions. All right, let's move on to bloat, IBS, gut issues. Like I said, I'm giving you guys the Coles notes. I have so many episodes on all of these individually, so go back and listen, but I wanted to give you a quick to the point synopsis for each. So bloat, IBS, gut issues, traumatic situations are held in your gut. I'm going to cut to the point. The energy has to go somewhere. And as we know, emotion is energy in motion. If it is trapped and you have not done the trauma release, it's going to start in your gut. If you've experienced traumatic experience as a child or an adult, you know, you might have needed to dissociate or suppress your emotions in order to survive. Or maybe your parents said it wasn't, you know, big girls don't cry or stop crying or whatever it was that made you then feel like you had to suppress your emotions because it wasn't safe or it wasn't, you know, allowed or was frowned upon in your household. And if you're unfamiliar with trauma, please go back and listen to the episode of why everyone has trauma. Um, I think that's what I called it. Because I think people often associate trauma with something big. Like, oh, I wasn't, you know, physically abused. I don't have trauma. But trauma can be like you couldn't find your mom for five minutes in the grocery store. But that flipped a fear response in your body. And you're holding that fear. And you can still be in fight or flight mode from what that happened to you when you were like six or whatever in the grocery store. So 
know that when you are stressed, when you experience these events, you go into fight or flight mode. And until you release these events, your body will be stuck in fight or flight mode. And your body gets under that strain, right? Because we're not meant to be in fight or flight forever. We're meant to like go into it, to run away from the tiger and then hop back out. But oftentimes we aren't hopping out of it, right? Because we have the childhood stuff, maybe some stuff from early adulthood, maybe some breakups, high school bullying, I don't know, college, this, that, maybe a divorced parents slip in there, you know, and then the stress of having a job and, you know, paying rent and all that. Like there's, there's no opportunity for us to hop out of fight or flight if we're not dealing with it, right? And so the vagus nerve really impacts this parasympathetic nervous system, which manages the rest and digest. So... You need to stimulate this vagus nerve. There's a a running joke that the only nerve I want you to get on is my vagus nerve, right? Because that's your vagal tone, meaning your body can relax and reduce cortisol. It can digest. You're not going to get bloated. We're not going to get digestion issues, whether that's because it can be either. It could be constipation or diarrhea. It can be all of these things. Emotions are stored in your gut. If you have gut issues, you need to do the emotional work. I know. I was there. And don't get me wrong, physical stuff, like I said, helped. When I went gluten-free, dairy-free, paleo, thousands of dollars supplements, it, it healed my gut to a point. But I always wondered, I was like, why the fuck is this not perfect? Like, I eat so damn clean. I meditate. This is what I mean by, like, the surface level emotional stuff. Like, I meditate. I do the affirmations. I, you know, spend, I take all the high-grade pharmaceutical-grade supplements. Like, why is my gut still not fully where it should be. And it's because I hadn't done the emotional work yet. You need to do it. And I want to give you guys some insight into the certain emotions that can be stored in your gut so you can kind of get an idea of what needs to be released for you. So that's fear, shame, and guilt. These are the top three. These are the big three. You want to talk about the big three in the gut? These are those. And I also want you to remember about personal power, right? Because when we feel fear, shame, and guilt, we are not in our personal power. So this is a big one. And this, you know, people often say, oh, I don't have any shame. I don't have any guilt. Are you people pleasing? Can you set boundaries? Are you feeling like the the shoe is going to drop? You know, there are so many people who have eaten clean diets and then, you know, they start honoring their boundaries and stop people pleasing and their bloating goes away and there's no more energy leaks. So like take, take stock of this. So I want you to notice if there's a pattern with this and also know that if you are a empath or you know you're sensitive to energy, this is probably a leak for you and you need to start protecting your energy. So my next one is, are you protecting your energy? Where are you giving too much? And then are there instances in my current life or in the past where I feel fear, shame, and guilt? So that's what you want to start becoming aware of. All right, moving on to PMS. And if you don't know, it is not normal. <laughs> like being in pain for one to two weeks out of the year or fatigued or bloated, like this is no part of being a woman. Women are not supposed to meant, meant to feel like shit one to two weeks out of the month, right? That's like half their life. Imagine spending half your life feeling like shit. Like we, we're not here for this. And of course, yes, there is like literally hormones that need to be balanced for sure and can be done with supplements, but also know that there are energetics that contribute to the physical manifestations of your estrogen being high or progesterone, right? And so you also want to work with those elements. 
So when we are highly stressed or have emotional trauma that we have yet released or haven't released yet, this messes up your hormones because we're going to go back to the fight or flight. When your body's in fight or flight, whether it's stressed out from a work deadline now or the fight or flight response that it's still in because you didn't release the trauma for when you were six years old in the grocery store and you lost your mom for five minutes, it releases the cortisol and blocks progesterone. And you don't need to memorize this. All you need to know is like emotions that you're not dealing with equals constant stress in the body, energy in motion equals constant cortisol equals fucked up hormones. So then we're going to add on, let's say we also aren't feeling loved. Let's say we have a lack of self-love. Maybe we're lonely. You're not feeling safe because women need community and safety, right? That's going to mess up your cycle to a different degree. So we have the cortisol, the trauma you haven't released, but then we're not in our feminine because we're feeling a lack of love. Maybe we also don't fully love our bodies. Maybe we have a bit of acne going on that also makes us feel like it's hard to love ourselves. Then we're not feeling safe because we're not feeling loved and women need community and safety in order to feel loved. And so then we're not being in our feminine and this is where the feminine comes up again. And you guys can already see we're only on the third one and it's already a mess in terms of how all this stuff is all connected, right? So hopefully you're starting to see the big web of how this is all connected and why you probably want extra help to figure out your web, right? So not being in your feminine will affect self-love. So just as not being in your feminine affects your sugar cravings and your emotional eating, not being in your feminine also affects self-love. So you want to look at, do you have any negative relationship or resentment with your mom that may have happened in the past or now? And this can be like, we all have like that teenager phase. Maybe you didn't get along with your mom, but like, live my relationship with, is great with my mom right now. Like we're great. Is there like, I don't know, some teenager stuff. Is it there stuff from earlier, right? You want to start unpacking this because just because you are in a good place now, that doesn't mean that the past stuff is still not having an effect. You also want to look at, are you fully comfortable in your body? That shit shows up in your hormones. If you do not love your, the skin you're in, your body, your fate, all of that, that will show up in your hormones. Um, and if you need help, especially with like just self-love specifically, get into goddess activation. It's depending on when you listen to this, you can always message me, um, but that would be the best program for you. And I want you to ask yourself, are you feeling uneasy, trapped, anxious, angry, or like self-doubt about yourself? Do you feel like you're not being heard or are you like, are you also holding back because you think you're going to be rejected? And this is holding back with your friends you're not saying up or not making the jokes or saying the things. Are you also holding back maybe at work, like contributing opinions or this or that? Or are you also holding back on all that you are when you're dating someone because you think like, oh, if they saw that silly, weird version of me, well, they won't love me. I need to be cool and this and that, right? Where are you doing that? Like it's important. And I want, that's why I want you to say this episode because I want you to literally ask yourself all of these questions because I guarantee if you were to ask yourself all of these questions, there's at least one, chances are like multiple different things that are going to be coming up for you. And you also, when you do that, right, you're not in your own power. And then that's going to lead to like gut issues like from the last one, right? If it's one thing to remember, especially because when people think of PMS, they normally think of pain, um, like cramps. Cramps is intensified in the absence of self-love. When you are competing for love outside of yourself, you cannot nurture yourself when you most need it. You need to focus the attention on yourself and fall in love with you. All right, and let's go on to weight slash like weight 
what contributes to weight gain and how like weight loss and all of that. So chronic high stress slows your metabolism. And we know that you are stuck in the fight or flight response from, you know, when you lost your mom in the grocery store at six years old. That increases cravings and then makes you gain weight even without overeating. And this is really important because I see so many people get frustrated. They're like, live, I'm eating clean, I'm having, but I'm having all these cravings. Like I'm eating enough and I'm still gaining weight even though I'm eating clean. And this is why. It's because of chronic high stress. So we're layering on all the stuff from childhood, you know, adolescence, then a job, you know, stress of the pandemic. And it's no wonder, right? Because your body holds onto fat as an emergency resource, which can make weight loss feel nearly impossible. So if weight loss is feeling nearly impossible, it is a safety. It is a protective thing that your body is doing. And I promise you, no paleo, keto, gluten-free, dairy-free, CrossFit, whatever is going to get it off because your body is smart. It is not going to let go of it if it feels like it needs it, no matter what you try to do. So you need to teach your nervous system that it is safe and lowering stress is key because then your body will understand that it is finally okay to burn fat for fuel and release you from excess weight. Morgan, she's my podcast editor. You can leave this in. Take this for the clip because I feel like people need to know this about weight and holding onto it because this is the missing piece I feel like so many people make and they try so many different workouts or this and they think they just need to work out more, or eat less. And that's not, that's not the case, right? And it's also important to know that sometimes it may not even be your heavy emotions that you're carrying. It could be passed down from your family. It could be toxic relationships. And that toxic relationship could be friendships, romantic ones, work relationships that are toxic. You're absorbing these things that you you have around people. So let's, you know, I gave the example of the childhood, the adolescence, plus the pandemic. But then also, what about your partner's childhood and stuff from the pandemic? And your best friends that you spend time with, right? Like, or the work people, right? You you pick that up if you're not protecting your energy and if you're carrying their stuff or your grandmas or your moms, right? Like you can pick stuff up from other people too. That's not even yours. And then it's like, let's be honest, it's just shitty trying to transmute and heal not only your stuff, but everyone else's. Like you cannot. So remember, excess weight is energy. It is energy that is stuck due to emotion. I mean, yes, diet and exercise, important. Do not get me wrong. You'll never hear me say like, eat McDonald's and just do emotional work, right? But you need both because you're holding on to weight to mask insecurities in relationships, work, life ahead, etc. Your natural state is love and detachment. Love is letting go. The energy of love is moving. It is expansive. So you're going to keep holding on for more because you're not getting the response or you're not getting what you need to feel safe to do so. So I want to break down for you guys, again, you know, I love specifics, what weight in different areas of your body can mean. So you can start to become aware. And then if you want to do the work, you know, getting into one-on-one or well-nourished, right? So fat in the arms, let's start from like the top and kind of go down. This is anger at being denied love. Now this is important. You are being denied love. So you have the feeling inside you that you are denied love. 
at some point or another. Now this can be, maybe you started gaining weight in your arms after a breakup. Maybe it was in adolescence, right? Like really like meditate, have a think on it and where you feel like you're angry at being denied love. All right. Then fat on your abdomen. This is anger at being denied nourishment. Now nourishment is deeper than love, right? Love is like, how do I explain the difference? Love is like, actually it's probably easier to explain nourishment. Nourishment is like when a warm skillet cookie comes out of the oven with fresh dairy-free vanilla ice cream and you take that first bite and the coolness of the ice cream with the sweet softness of like that deep dish skillet cookie, that feeling, that's nourishment. It's like deeply satisfying, replenishing. It is like cold water on a scorching hot day. That's nourishment. So think about where you feel like you were denied that or you're not getting that. All right, moving on to the hips. It's making our way down, right? And you could have, know that you could have multiple of these or you may have all of these and that's fine. But breaking down each of them specifically will help. All right, hips. The hips, stubborn anger at your parents. Now, the reason it's stubborn is literally because if we think about hips, hips are a stubborn area, right? And it's because your anger is stubborn. This can go back to, you know, childhood, adolescence, it can be you were angry that your parents didn't approve of, you know, the boyfriend you dated in high school, whatever it is, like really start to break down where you feel. Cause like stubborn, think about stubborn. You may not be like, Oh, live, I don't have stubborn anger right now. But oftentimes like the stubborn teenager, right? That stubborn energy is still in your body. If you've not done emotional release work, where is that still happening? Okay, then I want to move down the body to the thighs because I feel like that's the last like main one that people are concerned about or people um, complain about. You have to look at your dad. You have to look at your childhood and your relationship with your dad and where that is not where you want it to be, where you feel angry, disappointed, abandoned, thighs, dad, point blank. So you want to start looking at these. So I hope this episode was useful for you when it comes to the Coles notes on breaking down all of these things, the top things, become aware of what's in it for you and, you know, where the different contributions or trauma or whatever you want to call it have resulted it for you. And then if you're like, Liv, oh my God, I heard this episode. I have this. I'm ready to release it so that I can step into a more magnetic, abundant self, right? Because you can't manifest when you don't feel healthy and when your body's not healthy, right? The more healthy you are, the more easy you are to manifest, the more easy you can bring alignment into your life, et cetera. So if you want to do this work to not only, yes, we fix your bloating and your PMS and that's magical. Do not get me wrong. It is fantastic not to get cramps or not to get bloated. Yes. But it's also how that shows up in your life, you need to think about, oh, me releasing this is going to make me have like more intimacy with my partner. It's going to allow me to show up better at work because I take my personal power back, right? So if you're like, Liv, I'm ready. Just send me a DM. I can point you in the right direction of what it is that you feel like, you know, you need. Just let me know what's going on with you and I'll point you in the right direction because these are all things that I wish I knew a few years ago. 
things that helped me a few years ago, you know, heal. And I wish, you know, I hadn't spent a good five, I would say five, six years struggling before that. I wish someone I would have, you know, found out sooner. So this is your message. If you're listening to this, you are meant to listen to this. You are meant to hear this. And you're probably ready to do the work because you're probably tired of feeling shitty, right? So reach out to me, go listen to those other episodes because I do dive in deeper to each one of those um, in previous episodes of the podcast. Click save on this one too so you can come back to it, make notes if you need to. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.